0: Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by KinPrint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. KinPrint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit KinPrint.ca. Happy Sunday night to you folks and welcome to Got Your Back live stream edition. Jason Strudwick and Rob Brown waiting behind the scenes. To recap, one heck of a streak by the Edmonton Oilers. A franchise best, 10 consecutive wins. Wow. Can you believe that group never won 10 over all those years? Leon Drysaddle agrees. As always, Got uh, Got Your Back brought to you by our Fantastic title sponsor, sure would be with GMC. Go check out that massive, beautiful showroom. Can't stress how easy and accommodating they make the buying process. They got a great sales staff. They got a streamlined process. They respect your time. Uh, the financing is easy to run through as well, and they have stock. They're not one of those dealerships sh- dealerships you show up at and they got nothing to show you. So go see Phil and the great crew. Tell them that Got Your Back sent you. You'll get specialized pricing. And you'll get three free Ultimate Detail packages as well on new or used vehicles. Coming to you tonight from our Long Shot studio here in Sherwood Park. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in Edmonton and Sherwood Park locations here in the park and out on Stony Plain Road. I love Sunday nights. The whole band is here on Sunday nights. Brownie, Zuby behind the scenes in Kelowna, and Jason Strudwick as well. I am not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to make it through the entire pod tonight. I have some stuff I still have to get to. I was vacationing for the last three days and limped across the finish line this afternoon. I'm operating struds at maybe 40, 45%, man. I'm still in a bit of a fog.
1: I'm used to it, guys. Climb on back. I feel like, uh, you know, McDavid or, uh, you know, some of these great athletes who just throw the whole team on their back again. Another Sunday night old uncle struddy's got to carry, eh, Brownie?
2: Yeah, you're gonna to have to carry me too. I was playing golden tea at Tuggers till about two in the morning last oh, night. So it's God. it's are you guys it's, serious? it's been a tough day. It's a tough day. Where's your uh,
1: professionalism? Are Zuby and I the only two people that are professional enough to be prepared for quality programming?
2: Well, hey Zubes,
0: uh, hop in here real quick. I got a bunch of messages last night. I forgot. Like I mean, we need to let people know if we're not doing a post game pod. I had a bunch of angry people reaching out. They're like, "What the hell?" I guess we have the means to just send a quick tweet saying like, Hey, no Saturday pod tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night. But I was, I was well into one last night to even think about doing that.
3: We could do that. I think that's wonderful that people have that expected and want, want to tune in and, and join us and, uh, take in the show. But yeah, it's not that difficult for us to say FYI, no post game pod tonight. Maybe I could even take that on. That could be my responsibility.
1: night what's that you're waxing your skis all night shogger like you're not what's even that good a skier
0: we didn't go well there was no skiing in jasper this week i mean we would have loved to have gone skiing that's that's why we planned the trip we were gonna see oh, brian goodness. and the great crew up at marmot right friends of the podcast but i mean the temperatures made that somewhat prohibitive so it ended up being you're gonna laugh at this three of us couples were all going down together uh, yeah. We ended up, rather than skiing the two days like we'd planned and going on a hike and going seeing the, the falls and all that, we played four games of Settlers of Catan in a hotel room <laughs> instead of skiing. <laughs> Six-person yeah. Settlers of Catan and and a pile of drinks right. and fun. And, yeah,
3: it was uh, – wow. that, that's what we, – we improvised, boys. Wow, that's – couldn't have, done, couldn't have done that at home, that's for really? sure. You <laughs> need a four-hour drive and a $300, $300 to $400 the... night hotel room to, now, to take care now of Now
1: I it. know, hey, Zoom, now I know what six nerds do in Jasper when it's cold. <laughs> 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 Answer to the
3: age-old question, yeah.
1: Yeah, what do six dorks spend their time on in
0: Jasper when it gets chilly outside? Knocking down those... Uh, Oh knocking down those questions okay you know what and i actually i might have had a massive look at Struddy. okay just let him finish laughing at his no, own I'm joke done. again no no you always have a follow-up
1: <laughs> you should have seen it we had four games we've comes. never played that many before usually we Here's get through two but we got through four it was amazing we we it was they're still talking about it who's talking no one's talking about the settlers of what is it yeah, settlers, kuwait? Of, the, yeah. settlers of kuwait it's a good game Jeez, a, I guess. Did you leave your Dungeons and Dragons kid at home?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had so much fun. Uh, Zuby, we can ask
0: people on the stream too. Like you, you my friends. You've played Settlers of Catan. Please chime in here and let Struds know. And Brownie apparently is shaking his head. It's a good Me game, know. and it's we perfectly We, have it. To we do have day. it
2: upstairs. We have it upstairs, yes. but the instructions were really, really hard, and we just found more fun things to do instead. <laughs> <laughs> like anything hey, else guys we're in jasper what do uh, you do? sellers of
1: Catan? are you thinking the same thing i'm thinking <laughs> no i'm not lie. i am not yeah. thinking that at all okay.
0: in <laughs> fairness though we did we actually did have a wicked event there was this there was this event where there were these amazing wines and spirits distilleries mm-hmm. and breweries all came together to showcase their stuff it was amazing food all kinds of like really well-dressed super hip people like we got, we went out, we did cool stuff. Like we hung did, with adults. Did
2: you try to go home? Did you go home early because you had to get back <laughs> into your game? Come on guys. I no. know it's, it's 728. No. If we oh, get out of here quick work. Work. Mark. Mark T says "Catan is
3: fun. So Mark's wow. on my side. Right on Mark. Thanks, you and me, buddy. Carl, Carl, did you read what Brad it? at home? <laughs> but Brad Anderson said settlers was cool when Strudwick was still on the Oilers blue line oh okay <laughs> uh, 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 everything Maine says Catan is good time
0: so
2: we'll take that it's as well. more it's I more pro
3: Catan than uh, than
2: well in all yeah. honesty there's probably nothing wrong with the game it's the fact that you went to Jasper I agree with all yeah. kinds of things to do in <laughs> like, Jasper it,
0: it was too cold to go hiking we couldn't did go they,
2: did they was there a spa did yeah. was there a pub Hot tub. was there a hot, a tub? A hot tub I, I guess yeah.
3: What was, uh, the temp- what was the temperature at the, base, at the base of Marmot?
0: Oh, dude, well, it was closed. Like, they, oh, they it literally closed. had to shut it. Yeah, no, they were not operating.
3: Oh, that's I mean, confusing. don't get me okay. wrong. Uh, at 27
0: well, below, I still wouldn't have been there because I think must've... that's kind of where the threshold. I would not have been there. But
1: The, the lifties must have been playing settlers of Kuwait as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> enough out of you. Uh, I might have had a massive trip foul, so I'll ask you guys that at the start of the next segment. So I, I might have bogeyed badly. And I'll wow. give you another chance to pile on to you, But for now, why don't we get breaking down a record breaking streak? Okay, stress, just spit it out. Even Based on what you
1: said, you've already had a trip foul. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to convince us. We believe you.
0: <laughs> You're a donkey. Let's get to the breakdown brought to you by Adrenaline Diesel. They specialize in heavy-duty truck and trailer repair, performance tuning parts and sales. Adrenaline <laughs> Diesel has seven gigantic bays, and there's not much they can't figure out for you. Marty and his crew have extremely high standards they will leave your truck in great shape like it's right out of the factory check out adrenalinediesel.ca okay gentlemen we have a 10 game streak that we want to break down a little bit but given we did not do a post game pod last night sorry that we forgot to inform you that's on zuby uh <laughs> let's uh, let's just quickly you know your overarching thoughts and brownie we can start with you because Strud's is annoying tonight what did you think of you know, the, what they had to put out to grab that game against a team that uh, I thought was real scrappy? Uh,
2: I thought, the, I thought the, 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 the Canadians were incredibly um, pesky, uh, tenacious, whatever it took uh, to, to, to get the game going. I mean, blocking shots. Uh, I mean, the, the others are on the power play, and the Canadians have four guys in the slot just waiting for them to shoot to try and block shots. I thought the Canadians played a very good hockey club considering they were not the more skilled team. They knew with the pressure coming in and playing against one of the best in the NHL, now, the Canadians played well, but what we're seeing right now with the Oilers, they just continue to put pressure on you. They just shift after shift. They play the right way. Beginning of the season when they struggled, if they were down in a game, they would start cheating. They would start forcing sure. plays. They would start pinching when they shouldn't. And the opposition started getting odd man breaks and then extending the lead. The others just stayed with their system. And eventually, something was going to get past the goaltender, who was fantastic in the game. But the others, to me, are just—they understand now what it takes to win, and they stick with it. And I think I thought the others. What we've seen lately, the others get better as the game goes on, and I think that's a good sign right now for the Edmonton Oilers.
1: I'm surprised you didn't bring up how good Alex Lyon played uh, on Thursday night and talk about well, how Alex Lyon. Well, Alex didn't play last night. Still played and influenced the game. Uh, he's still in the Oilers' head. Uh, no, you know what? I I think uh, just to echo kind of what Brownie said, I, I think the Oilers played a very patient game. They, I wouldn't say they had their best thing, their best night, but there's some nights where you're not going to have your best night and they were patient. Let's just even go back to last year, You know, just to go a little bit further than Brownie. Um, things they, they'd kind of feel 10 minutes. Okay. We're all right, but we haven't scored or we're not taking this game over. And they try to rush something and try to do something that was ill-advised, a bad pinch, a turnover, um, whatever the case would be. And now they're just being patient. And they're like, if it takes 65 minutes to win this game, we'll wait. Like there is, there is no rush. We'll just do it when it comes out. And this echoes exactly what Ekholm said when he arrived on the orders that they, they have to be comfortable in those games. Well, they're showing it now. They're they're comfortable in those games. And I, I love seeing that, uh, Shager. I think that it's a real good step in a direction where you can win games in so many different ways.
0: Okay, but what I will say, gentlemen, is that this is not a skill they have discovered. This is a skill they have rediscovered. Mm-hmm. They used to play that way last season. They played that way. Largely, this same group of guys developed that exact trait that we've just been chatting about here, and they developed it last season kind of from the trade deadline in. So I guess my question, Brownie, is how do you lose that for as long as they lost it, and now they've rediscovered it, but it's not like it came out of nowhere. They knew what this felt like before.
2: Well, I I think reading headlines, uh, reading social media, having the expectations that you're going to be a Stanley Cup contending team. I think the Oilers at the beginning of the season, uh, they talked cup or bust. Everyone's telling them they're going to win the Stanley Cup or they're one of the top three teams. And they got away from what made them successful last year. They got away from what everyone was saying. The people were saying it because they saw the Oilers going 18-2 and down the stretch last year. So the Oilers got away from that beginning. They started uh, believing they were capable of winning simply by being better than the opposition. And what we see in the National Hockey League, teams that are lower skilled can beat you if they outwork you. And I think the Oilers early in the season got outworked and they certainly got out-thought. So I think right now I think it was a wake up call. It took a while, it took a coach getting two coaches getting fired and a, a teammate getting sent to the minors, but it was a wake up call for the Oilers. And all they did was go back to doing what they were doing last year when they were successful. And that's why everybody thought this was a contending team because of what they've done last year. And now they're doing it again, and they're finding the success again. Now, now I do believe because of the beginning of the season, you're not going to see them fall, fall into that lull again. I think they now realize how they have to play each and every night.
1: Yeah, well mm-hmm. said Brown. Yeah, I think it, I'll take a slightly different angle though. Uh, they, they for sure did last year after the trade deadline shocker, but when you get in the playoffs and the intensity and, and the, um, the speed, everything gets ratcheted up, you kind of default to what, you know, and I think they, what they know, their, default fault position at that point was taking risks, going for it. we got to, we get anxious. We're not patient. And you know you get kicked in the nuts like they did, um, especially that one stretch against Vegas, that one game was that game three or four where they were, you know all of a sudden just turned on a dime, three goals mm-hmm. in short order. I think that that kind of brings you back to your attention. And then you do the start they had this year. And now I realize, okay, we've got to be like this consistently. So I think, well, I hope for, for Oilers fans and for the team that because they've now doing it, they're doing it hopefully for the rest of the year, it'll be ingrained in them. And when things get intense or tough again, they won't go away from it. They won't default to something else. This is now their default position.
2: You know what? Actually, Shogar, if I can make one more point on that. Yeah, of I course. Think The Oilers in the playoffs and the Oilers at the beginning of the season, I felt at times played arrogant. I think the mm. Oilers at the end of last year and the Oilers right now are playing confident. And I think there's a difference between the two. They took a lot of dumb penalties in the playoffs. And it was just arrogant penalties. I'm going to slash someone. I'm going to crush someone. I'm going to do something after the whistle. Those are the things nice. that hurt the Oilers. And I think now they're starting to play confident. And they they know they're good, but they're not arrogant about it. So I think that's why they're doing much better right now. They understand how good they are, but they also understand what they have to do to be that good.
0: Good comment here yeah. from Reaper. Says they don't look exactly like last year. They're taking less risk. They have developed a certain structure. Last year, they didn't quite have it figured out. We'll remind you that our sound box. And our Twitter or our YouTube mentions are brought to you by Weiss Johnson, Heating and Air Conditioning. The cold has arrived in a big way. Time to get that garage heated. Enjoy the luxury of a warm vehicle or heated man cave this winter. Installing a garage heater will also help if you have rooms above the garage. They're always a little bit cooler too. Certainly love my garage heater. Weiss Johnson installed it for me. So glad this last week that we've got it. So check out Wiese-Johnson.com. Jingle. Weiss Johnson, Weiss Johnson, whoa, whoa. Leon Dreisaitl on a franchise record 10-game winning streak from his group.
2: It's kind of hard to believe that they never won 10 games in a row back then, um, you know, with the teams <laughs> they had. So, But we'll obviously take it, and, um, you know, something that obviously uh, – no one, no one can take us, uh, take from us uh, from from now on. But um, just looking to continue that.
0: We'll see how far they can push it. But the anatomy of this streak is as follows, gentlemen: forty goals for, seventeen against, penalty kill twenty eight for thirty one at ninety percent. I pulled all these numbers today when I wasn't feeling good, so they might all be wrong. The power play, interestingly, <laughs> five for twenty eight, just eighteen percent during this streak. They've done it without a world-class power play ticking at a world-class rate. And as we sit today, they're seventh in the National Hockey League at 25.2%. Maybe you guys can break that down a little bit later in the pod after I'm gone. Uh, but I put it to you guys. What what has impressed you most, or who has impressed you most, during this streak? Brownie, again, uh, you go first, because generally your stuff is a little
2: stronger. More quality. <laughs> well, I mean, that's <laughs> true. I'm not going to argue that. Um uh to me honestly skinner uh to me i I, I mean mcdavid is mcdavid and you get he's gonna have stretches like he had right now and he has his whole career but skinner at the beginning they're talking about getting a new goaltender you need to trade not just for someone to help skinner they're talking they need to trade someone to play ahead of skinner skinner in the last 10 games in this stretch that they're on he's seven and oh he's got a nine five zero save percentage and a 1 4 1 goals against average. And what's happening in these games, the Oilers have dominated a lot of these games shot clockwise. And there's long stretches where Skinner's not seeing the, the, the puck. And guys like Alex Lyon and Sam Montembeau are, are, are standing on their heads. And now you're standing in your net and you're Stuart Skinner and you're like, okay, I can't make a mistake. And it might be seven, eight minutes before I get a grade A chance. But when they get that, I have to make the save because the guy on the other end is is playing out of this world. So I, he's looked calm. He's looked confident. Uh, if they get that kind of goaltending on a nightly basis, they're hard to, to beat because they you're not going to hold the Oilers to, to one or less. They're always going to score two or three goals. So if you've got a goaltender that's got a goals against average under two, I like your chances. So in this streak, the majority of the players are playing well. But to me, the one that stands out the most has been Stuart Skinner.
1: Yeah, that's a great one, Brownie. I think I'm going to go with uh, the guy who leads the team in goals in that time. Eight goals in ten games. Zach Hyman. I mean, it's hard to overlook this guy, and it's not just the fact that he's putting the puck in the net. It's the energy he brings to his line. He's really he's he's attacking the net. Um, he's scoring in a little bit in different ways, which is kind of a surprise for for Zach, but he has really been important, and and I think he's been. Um, very helpful, obviously, to McDavid. It's not just a one-way relationship. I think it's just important when you're we're talking about playing with Connor McDavid. You want to give as much as you get back from him.
0: I'm going to go with McDavid. It's obvious, but there, there are a couple of reasons for it. I mean, he's got 12 even strength points in those 10 games. Four of his five goals are even strength. Like, even strength is where this team is really making a lot of hay and doing a lot of good for themselves. I think he's done a good job setting the tone in a lot of games. I think his effort and his speed and his commitment has been pretty consistent through this streak. I just I think he's doing all the things that you look to him to do, and he's doing it early on in games. And I really think guys that he's setting a significant tone for this group night in night out with, they watch their captain on the first shift and pretty hard not to follow him when he plays the way he's playing early in these games.
2: Oh, you're a hundred percent. I mean, and he comes out and he leads physically. Uh, he mm-hmm. ran over a few guys last game. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to be a guy on the bench on the third or fourth line and yeah, you know, turning away from a check when the guy that's going to have 150 points this year is running guys over. So, I, I mean, that's the easy one. Connor McDavid, he's all world right now. And, what you love about him, most players in the National Hockey everyone wants to win a Stanley Cup. But most players in the National Hockey League are just trying, trying to stay in this National Hockey League. Guys like Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, they've got all the money in the world. They've got all the fame in the world. Their one thing that they want, these two guys, is a Stanley yeah. Cup. And you can see it in the way that Connor McDavid plays. You can see it in the way he prepares himself, the way he talks for him right now and and leon in the, the conversation he had with mark spector those guys have one focus this year is win a stanley cup and that's mm-hmm. why you're seeing Connor mcdavid he does not take shifts off he understands the importance of everything that's leading up to eventually the playoff run
0: well and it kind of slid through their fingers a little bit early struds. i mean they got that has to be something that they think about having witnessed it f- like fall out of their hands <laughs> so fast even to them even to this group. It's one thing to lose a playoff series. It's another thing to come out and be a below average regular season team. That has got to be eye-opening for this group, and it's got to be on their minds heading into a lot of these games.
1: Well, I think it's a, there's a difference even Chagro from a 500 team, the first 10 games to where they were tied for the last in the league. You know, you, you think so, it was just so quick before you even know what's going on. You're, you're, Way out of it now. They've had an incredible surge to kind of get back into a, a really comfortable spot in the playoff position. But I, I think that Brownie said it well, and maybe we've talked about it on this pod before. They are, the the coach and staff has 100% uh, the attention of this group because mm-hmm. they don't want to feel that way again. It's scary to think you could win a Stanley Cup and then you're out, like you're so far out of yeah. it. Uh So I think that uh, they had the attention and the team is bought into what they're doing. You know, I think it's eight, what is it, 18 goals the last 10 games they've given up. Like, that is crazy. That yeah. is absolutely crazy. So um, I'm disappointed. I was. I gave you guys a chance to kind of step up and you missed the opportunity. But to talk about the defense, I think we also have to talk about them. I mean, they've, those guys are producing points. You know, quietly, Ekholm's got six points in that time. But they've also only allowed 18 goals, which is pretty incredible for, uh yeah. any group of demons mostly goaltending a eh, brownie mostly goal I, it's all goaltending i don't yeah, know what strudge is <laughs> talking about actually i think hey, of demon. those 8
2: They're just I'm pretty sure yeah. of those 18 goals i think six of them came in the first two games i think it's 12 goals in the last wow. uh, eight games right. Well, they've won three
1: one-goal games here recently, so they're yeah. winning the tight ones too. Like they're... so it might be seventeen goals then. Sorry, my bad, seventeen goals. Yeah, I've game.
0: got it at seventeen goals. Yeah, but my bad. Uh, Mattis Morabchik says, huge fan from Australia. My favorite podcast about the Oilers. Good job, guys. Struds, Do we do, do? we try and have you speak a little Australian? Oh, no. no, please no, we... please no. Oh, uh, welcome from cooking.
1: down under and the thunder from down under. I feel like it's insulting. Why, why are you no, talking
2: man. about a male stripper re- review oh. from Las Vegas right oh. now? Thunder <laughs> from Down Under is a male stripper oh. review in Vegas, no. and that's what Morris, we're with. We're sorry.
0: Matt, or Mattis, <laughs> we're sorry, buddy. We're sorry. We unleashed ready on you. What was it?
2: Crocodile Kid?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crocodile Kid? Was that it? That was, a,
2: that was his other famous oh, Australian so speak. Big, that was the, the second
3: the original was Karate Dundee. Karate yeah,
0: Dundee. Yeah, yeah. Karate <laughs> Dundee. We got to get a t-shirt made for that. I'll get the poster okay, let's back. Get to our, oh, yeah, exactly. Let's get to our relentless player of the game last night. Uh, Brownie, you want to do the relentless player from last night or Strud? you guys want to do? You guys want paper, rock, scissors for it? Go I'll right let, now. I'll let, Struts,
2: I'll let Strud's do this. I you, you Seriously. I actually had a hard time who we played last night. Okay. So I'm like, Struts, it's all yours, but
0: All right, uh, UCAN Youth Services brings you your Relentless Player of the Game and Edmonton charity Relentless in helping youth age 16 to 24 get out of harm's way and find their way back into the workforce. Visit UCAN.ca to see how your donation could change lives right here in our community. Got Your Back is a proud monthly donor to UCAN. It's a great program over there doing amazing things in our community, Studdy, who are you pointing to? I
1: don't think last night was as obvious. Of, um, well,
0: you're saying,
2: you you, you know right you take a seat, take a seat. Oh, I am please. gonna go with the relentless player of the, of the game. I love it. I'm gonna go with the defenseman Sit who down, got his please. first ever National Hockey League game nice. on forward. Yeah, Phil Camp. <laughs> first, <laughs> here you go, kid. Good news. You're playing tonight, your yeah. first ever NHL game. Bad news, you're gonna be playing forward. Yeah. So Guess who first your line mates are what yeah? <laughs> huh? exactly. line so, what? So Phil Kemp, he's the relentless right. player of the night. Not like the
0: it. most not the most traditional way to break into the league, but honestly, guys, <laughs> first game is first game, couple of minutes. It's it's too bad it was in that kind of a circumstance, but I don't think it has to take any shine
1: off of its drugs. You, oh, first, you know, you,
2: like you're no. there.
1: You but did it. It, it. Let's keep in mind it's a Saturday night in mm-hmm. hockey like it's a huge one yeah. and then it's in montreal like no disrespect to columbus or arizona or like florida it's that's not the same your first game in montreal on a saturday night he'll be telling that story for a, a thousand
2: years and i'm pretty sure there was a tweet or something out they showed that his father was able to make yeah. it there in time yeah. to see the hockey so good good for him congratulations he he, he yeah. made it to the national hockey. love game. it I First love that you
0: went with that brownie. Nice yeah. job picking up where Struds was fumbling that ball all over the damn place. I was
1: taking my time. I was trying to build it up, guys. A little bit of preamble. Had you decided or you had
0: I felt like you were deciding on the fly there. You didn't know who you're going with.
1: Well, I didn't I didn't think there's anyone obvious, but I'm glad the Brownie took it over and uh, you guys finally Give a little big little zip to the pod.
0: (laughs) That's why Rob Brown's appearances on the podcast are sponsored and they're brought to you by our amazing friends at Kinprints. Got some meetings with them this week. Going to continue the conversation about the hats, helping you find creative ways to promote your brand, high quality apparel. With top of the line brands, visit kinprint.ca. If your company needs to do any sort of printing at all, right? Apparel, get your logo on there, swag for your customers. Kevin and the crew at Kinprint are a family business and they are fantastic. Uh, Okay. When we come back, we are going to get to our takeaways segment. You can tell me how badly I uh, fouled on this trip. Um, In addition to my clear, obvious foul already, which was, I was the one that brought Settlers of Catan. Our friends thought it was a hit, but apparently it's, completely unacceptable
2: (laughs) and you wonder why you're not invited to the lunches that Fred and i have
0: (laughs) there's some great board game cafes in town guys we can line that up uh short break takeaways coming up Say goodbye to unruly hair and hello to a smooth and silky back in minutes with Backscape. Shave your back solo with no mess with Backscape's water-resistant long handle and patented six-blade design, leaving you with a no-mess shaving experience all in less than five minutes. Shop now for 40% off select kits just for you, our Got Your Back listeners, and make 2024 your year to elevate your grooming routine. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park and Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit Longshots.ca. That's Longshots with a Z.CA. The Edmonton Sport and Social Club spring season is set to go in May and registration is just around the corner. Team up with your pals to play in slow pitch, beach volleyball, outdoor soccer, ultimate frisbee, and even cornhole leagues to keep the spring months full of excitement. Spring leagues begin in May. Registration opens on February 8th. Visit edmontonsportsclub.com for more details. All right, welcome back to the show. I was given the advice this week, guys, that I should stop calling this a podcast, that I should start calling it a show because we're so dynamic with our video elements and live stream and YouTube oh. that I'm selling us oh. short by calling us a show. Struds, R- as, R- as co founder, what do you think?
1: Um, I think I, I'm not sure who gave you the advice. Other settlers from the the, the Qatar? <laughs> what is that?
2: Catan. 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 Of Catan. Spelled with a C,
1: Struds. You think you're making
0: fun? but you're the one looking foolish right now because the whole world knows about this <laughs> I am not I can tell you I <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> look at this guy he just he just gets such a kick what? out of himself Brownie oh, Wait, he doesn't even need us not,
2: like, self-fiving himself too he what? doesn't <laughs> even need us
1: it writes itself hey guys I had the most amazing weekend in Jasper oh, <laughs> oh, tell us what did you do did you have some drinks did you, see see you do something oh we played board games the whole time oh jeez. Did you at
2: least play in like the lobby, or did you like stuck in like <laughs> oh. playing on your beds? No, like, you're uh, all sitting uh, around on the beds playing <laughs> on one of the. <laughs> Neighbor Grant sprung for a suite, so we all gathered Ooh. in his room. Yeah, oh, it was
0: jeez. Uh, so, by the way, uh, we'll get to the we'll get to takeaways in just a second. So here's the thing: uh, Randine and I decided we were going to drive, so one of the other couples was going to come with us. Oh, Strud's when you're the one taking on the drive, right? what are some things that generally speaking are expected of you if you're the one that's going to be driving? So, okay. Be here by noon, right? Be uh, here by noon. Sure, We're leaving, right? What generally would you make sure you've taken care of?
1: Oh, I think fill up for gas. The car's mm-hmm. in good working order. Maybe mm-hmm. a, a playlist that reflects mm-hmm. the, the mood you're trying to set.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, this was the thing. So, and I, I, as it was happening, I knew it was going to be bad uh got into the car loaded all first of all made them come to us which yeah. i guess geographically made a little bit of sense but generally speaking you know you go pick them up you make it easy right sure. it, it's it's even more hospi- more hospitable uh vehicle was on empty and all four tires needed air Oh, so, <laughs> it was well, wow! and we had packed way too much and they couldn't fit all their stuff so well, we we had to cram it in there. Like it was pretty bad. So scale of one to ten, I thought it was. I thought it
2: was. I <laughs> gotta be honest. You, you know, you know what you probably could have left behind so that they could have <laughs> got in their makeup. <laughs>
3: no, we would have had
2: nothing to do.
0: We would have had nothing to do. There's,
1: oh my god! There's always something to do in Jasper.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, even at minus forty. Like what yes. would you have done? What would you guys have gone if you and the four of you and your friends had gone. You tell me you would have done better in Jasper this weekend. What would you have done? Yes. We had a crazy yes. night out. We were would, we were tipsy the whole time. We had a blast and a little board there's, game. Action. There's
2: there's live music on Friday yeah. nights at the Legion. You can go down there. It's it's open mic. Yeah. That's lots of fun. You can go have the outdoor hot tubs, have some drinks around the hot oh, tub. Yeah. Um, yeah, You and your, your sweetie could have a moment away from yeah. children yeah. in. <laughs> Yeah. Apparently, your your neighbors I, can't because you're in their room playing. <laughs> but so they were excited. Put the lingerie away, honey. I ever oh, have a guys. game. The guys yeah. are coming over. The neighbors over. are
1: coming over. Let's guys. get the takeaways. I <laughs> the went message. to Jasper. I didn't see the outside hotel once. Oh, you old dog. It must have been crazy in your room. It was. We played board games the whole time. <laughs> Brought to you by Martin Motorsports, a one
0: stop marine and recreation shop. They've been in business for close to 60 years and stocked up with the best brands in the world like Canada, Ski-Doo, Widescape, and Zero to industry-leading marine brands like Supra, Moomba, Crestliner, South Bay, and more. They will help you live life at full throttle, whether it's on land, on snow, on water, on the road. Begin your adventure with Martin Motorsports. Visit martinmotorsports.ca. Maybe I should have called Chris at Martin Motorsports. And like loaded up a toy hauler because they got some stuff, guys. The weather does not matter. Some of those vehicles they've got going on over there, they've got they've been fully heated, they're fully enclosed. That probably would have been the way to go, struds. I could
1: I could admit that. Wow, the pieces would have been sliding all over the board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a magnetic board, we got a magnetic board for the
2: crisis of, of Qatar, or whatever it's called prices of guitar and in all honesty if i were you i would call who makes that game is it hasbro they might be our next new big sponsor yeah. sponsored by settlers <laughs> of Catan. You, yeah, yeah. Struds,
0: we're gonna have you and shona over brownie you and your lovely bride as well and we're gonna have a six person
2: game of settlers of Catan. you know my, my wife would want to do that too she's the one that bought it she tried getting us to do it one night but it's yeah. like seriously there's a lot of instructions for that game Oh, like but I'm, a a, I'm an
0: expert. I'm an expert instructor. Everybody that I teach how to play the game, I take a lot of pride in this. Yeah. They generally win within their first game or two struds when I teach them. I, I am an
1: expert instructor. Yeah, just a handful of cashews in your one hand and then a Diet Coke in the other. These guys can party.
0: Hmm. <laughs> uh, what were we doing for takeaways tonight? Oh, I'm to. Did you guys see the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight? So the Oilers got the Leafs up next year, right? Anticipated mm-hmm. matchup. Anytime you got all these big guns colliding, but boy, they're they're kind of heading in opposite directions now. So the Leafs are blowing leads here, guys, and they did it again tonight. Couple third period goals against, and then an empty netter. They let one goal against the Detroit Red Wings. Like Brownie Craig Button, I heard him on uh, SportsCenter the other day. He was asked, "Are they a legit Stanley Cup contender?" and he was saying no they they just are not he does not view them that way at all he was being pretty hard on him what do you think brownie about the leafs
2: Well, it's funny so we have john shannon on our show a lot with, with reed and i and we talked about at the beginning of the season everyone was bullish on the toronto maple leafs and the one question i asked him is is the defense good enough and who's going to be your goaltender yeah and i and i and I, I want the maple leafs to do well i am one of the few here in Edmonton. i want all the canadians to do Canadian teams to do well because I think it's better for NHL playoff hockey. The more Canadian teams, the better. Uh, when tro- If Toronto and Edmonton ever had a Stanley Cup final, I mean, this country would shut down. It would be so, so cool. I am a fan of Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Tavares, but looking at their team, uh, Morgan Riley's a fantastic defenseman, but then there's a huge drop-off on their back end, and goaltending is a huge, huge issue for them. Mm-hmm. So, I there are a lot of good teams out East. And I have a hard time if Toronto doesn't make some moves. I have a hard time believing that Toronto is better than those other teams with the defense, depth, defense they have, and with the goaltending they have. You nailed it. I, I've been saying this for a couple of years now. They,
1: you know, they try to address it with John Klinberg, the the defense, but they have a a, a decent one in Riley, and mm-hmm. then you got TJ Brodie, who's probably a three four at this point, and then they have fives and sixes, right? At, mm-hmm. at, no. And 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 it's not good enough. And they have, they've had some injuries to be fair. You know, so you have some guys that are playing up the up, up more than they should, like Willie Lags was playing a um, But it's, it's, you need more than that. You need, you need to be stronger. So I look at this team. They've made a lot of trades already prior to this. And to move out now more assets to get what could be a rental and Tanev that they talked about or Noah Hanfin. I'm not sure that the Flames are really in a hurry to get rid of them, but it's, it's, you're getting more rentals again, and you're trying to to maybe get them to sign. Uh, they have some big contracts next year. I, I I think this team is really in a tough spot and not just, I'm not saying that because I, I like to see Lee's fans suffer. I really think they're in a tough spot. They're going to have quite a bit of money to, next year with some of these deals coming off, but they still have a lot of money spent on those top guys, Chagger. So I, yeah, they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. And until you address the defense in a meaningful way, I, I think they're going to be in a really, really tight jam.
0: Yeah, it's it's like they brought the wrong kind of D-man in again. You mm-hmm. know, remember under yep. remember under Kyle Dubas it was uh, what do they have Tyson Berry there at the same time? Like they had multiple guys that would have, should have been in that spot to run the power play and it never really worked, right? And then and then Kyle Dubas went and did the same thing in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He brought in
1: Carlson when he already had Tang. He pulled the he same style move. What's that? It was a huge mistake. They they, they, had, they had Burns and Carlson didn't really work out because they both want to be on the yeah. power play, they both want to touch the puck. You can't play them together, you can't play them apart because there's not enough ice time, right? Like it's mm-hmm. and so they didn't, you know, Dubis he's quite the guy, but he you can't be the smartest guy in the room and someone just did it in San Jose and it didn't work. So now you bring him in, and it's and it's just
2: what how long did their power play go without scoring? It was a yeah, long time in, in, well, in, and then it starts to go anyway. to the point you talked about the other day. When you have High-end players that are making big money, and we talked about the Oilers. You need to have prospects or young players coming up yeah. on on good contracts. Well, the Toronto Maple Leafs, when you go out and get rentals all the time, you're getting rid of all those prospects. Yeah. So I don't know what their cupboard is like in the in the minors, and now you can't go out in in free agency and buy all these players because you always overpay in free agency, and you got so much tied up now with the Neilander contract coming next year. So. Yeah, I, 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 it, I do believe hockey is better in Canada when the Leafs are doing well and the Oilers are in the Flames and the Canucks and the Jets. But I, I just, there's too many good teams out East that Toronto's going to have to go through that I think are better on the back end and better in net right now than Toronto Maple Leafs. Penner's Pancakes says,
0: I'm calling it now at 9.37 p.m. If they beat the Leafs on Tuesday, they will sweep January. Oh, the bold prediction from Penner's Pancakes and Brownie. How bad would that be for Strud's prediction? Oh my
2: God. Well, I think the Oilers have to go one in five in their next six games <laughs> oh <my> for Strud's <laughs> to be right. Like, I remember when we were doing it, he's like, they're gonna he's going to go nine and five. That'd be a good record. I'm like, nine and five? They're not playing a team with a winning record the entire month. You, you know, actually- the best
0: part of that prediction, Brownie, was like, he took a minute to think about it. He like, there was like this <laughs> pregnant pause, and he was like, I think I'm going to go nine and five, you guys.
1: <laughs> really, really pensive look, and really thought well, that one out. I did. Well, I, I'd like to have that one back. Now, do be <laughs> fair, I had losses. The Kings were a loss. I had the Leafs as a loss, and then I thought that there's a couple other losses in there. So it well, does. It's not looking good, Brownie. I'll agree. It's not looking good.
2: Well, you know what? It would be kind of cool, and there, there's going to need to be a couple big wins before that. But there's a chance on Thursday. The biggest game next week isn't against the Leafs. They play the Kraken yeah, on totally. Thursday, and both of those yeah. teams could be going for their Crazy 12th man. straight victory. Because the, the Kraken now, yeah. I think, have won nine in a row as uh, well. They're nine, and they've got I two think more they games. Play more. They, they, they play back-to-back back games. Yeah, they play two. Uh, I think they play two on the road before they come to Edmonton. I think they play in oh, Pittsburgh okay. or somewhere else. So, so I think we were just talking about it last night. So, yeah, there's a chance that both teams could be going for their 12th straight victory against each other. I'm and sorry. that's a team that, I think, when everyone was throwing oh. the Oilers out with the the bathwater. I think a lot of people were doing that with the Kraken too. And the Kraken have fought themselves. I give them credit. They've fought themselves back into a playoff race as well. Strutty, we all have ones on this podcast that we want back every now
0: and then. Right? We all do. There's a couple I want back tonight. You know what I'd like back tonight? I'd like back putting my trust in you guys and being vulnerable and sharing with you some of my interests outside of hockey. I shared with you that I enjoy board games a little bit. And I shared I was vulnerable exposing myself to potential ridicule. And quite frankly, it was brutal. So I'd like that one back tonight, Struts.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want my comments back about it. I, I'm just, I'm standing by it. And I like board games. I just don't go to Jasper to play board games or New York City or, you know. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, let's Vegas. go to Vegas. Vegas. We got to yeah. make sure, honey, honey pack, That's pack where the board games, sweetie. Pack life. Yeah. Pack okay. life. We're going to have a couple of rousing games. <laughs> I have a bit of hesitation
0: to do this. I'm going to step away for the rest of the podcast, and I'm turning it over into Zuby's Capable Hands. Uh, You guys are going to finish the next three segments. Zuby, all I will ask, all I will ask is that you make sure that it stays playful in nature and doesn't cross over and start becoming cruel. Because I feel as I exit this situation, it might start to become cruel. Can you be the monitor of that for me?
3: I, I am and I will be, but I think just as a, we should just make a deal where you don't listen to the other half. You just I are agree. ready. To... <laughs> no, no. I will Shiger- not be on the live stream commenting. But Shiger, in all honesty, buddy, I
1: want to wish you the best of luck in your fifth game of the weekend of why okay. of the why I'm leaving. That's not Please why I'm leaving. Please finish either. and do well. I hope you win it. Yeah. Let us know how it wraps up. That's not why I'm stepping. I very you'll to attend You Guys,
0: don't time. break the podcast while I'm gone. Strouds, <laughs> Brownie, and Zuby will be right back after this. Be nice. We're friends. Be nice.
4: Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day. No blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.SkiMarmot.com.
1: If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching, they truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster, find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca.
4: Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximal Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing, or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. Take the stress out of your mortgage journey. Contact Maria Gallis at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca.
1: All right, welcome back. Let's get into Take a Lap, brought to you by Backscape. This product is taking the online world by storm right now. It is everywhere. Get rid of unwanted back hair by yourself with Backscape. The water-resistant, rechargeable shaver coupled with a long handle lets you take care of business on your own. Shave in any direction with no bumps or cuts. It's easy. It's awesome. Right now is their biggest sale of the year with 30 to 50% off. Visit Backscape.com. That's B-A-K-Scape.com and choose from a variety of package delivered Right to your door, um, great product for sure. For for those that uh, in the need, let's get to our uh, couple ideas here. And I, I want to first start today. The NHL came out with um, the the jersey and look like for the All Star game. So we've got a picture of it. If you can't see it at home, uh, you can check it out uh, as we go through. I believe that's Justin Bieber wearing them, and uh, they're they're quite plain brownie. I, I find them actually very plain and you, know, you look you think back to some of those ones we saw the stars down the arms and they were pretty cool and i they you know i made i saw the comments them said they look like the practice jerseys for the all-star game so I, i'm not a real jersey guy but i
2: think these are to be fair underwhelming my man yeah i agree actually i saw them uh last night on the game when they showed the the four hosts ron mclean and all them were wearing them uh i thought One of them looked not bad as the color, but then the red one was like it just didn't seem to go. Actually, if you look behind me, that was I got to play in one All Star game. That was our All Star game jersey when I played years ago. Amazing. Uh, And 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 I, to me, I'm old school. I'm old, so the I yeah, underwhelming. I think that's the best word for it. Underwhelming. And now was, I know was Bieber was he involved with the making of these? Because I I saw he's the one been wearing them. They talked a lot about them. On the show but yeah I mean I, I'm having I'm guessing the NHL isn't uh, making these jerseys for you and I no, I think no. there's a different demographic that they're going after uh, I, I don't know, honestly I should probably text my son see what he thinks and I'm sure you'd ask your kids because I think that's more the demographic they're looking for with right. these jerseys but I agree and I thought I thought the yellow and the blue looked not bad and I thought the other two looked a little odd but yeah eh. I mean, whatever. You're going to look at them, and I, I, I'm not
1: a big Jersey guy anyways, but if I, this is not one I'd buy, right? So I guess no, And it really doesn't matter. But uh, interesting, the NHL selected 10 uh, players to compete in the uh, NHL Star skills. This is coming up in a few weeks. Um, listen to this group of 10 now. Two will be added by a fan voting. Matthews Nylander, McKinnon McCarr, McDavid Drysdale, Kucherov, Jack Hughes, Pasternak, and... Pedersen, like, that Imagine is Imagine that. I, I'd actually
2: tune in for that. I would tune in to watch <laughs> Yes, That is I unbelievable. Agree. Now, I, I don't agree. know if you, if you watched. Did you watch the, the game in between periods last night, the other game when they interviewed Leon Dreisaitl? I did, and they yeah. And they asked him about, you know, because you don't have to go in all the skills. You get to pick which ones you go in. I think you have to right. pick eight of the ten or something like that. And they asked Leon, which ones do you want to be in? And he, and he said, any except for skating. I don't <laughs> want to be in that. Like, I, started, I started thinking, I mean, Leon is a great skater, but then you start looking, they got McCarr, McKinnon, yeah. they got McDave. I'm like, yeah, I'd be one I'd be skipping to. But in all honesty, I do like what they're doing with the All-Star game. I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you're old enough, but when I was younger, on I think it was once a week, between periods, they had a skills thing that was pre-taped from the summer. It was all the the best players in the NHL, and they go on breakaways and do all these skill things, and it was a competition. I, I think that's yeah, and I think that's cool. What they're doing at the All Star game now. You're actually seeing because it started getting a little hokey. Some of the things they're doing at the All Star game. This is actually a true skills competition with the best players in the world. I would actually tune in to see this more so than the game, just to see the best players in the world competing at it, and. I know there's a million dollars on the line, but these guys, the competitive nature, it's not even the money. It's to be able to say, you know what, I beat him in a race or I outshot him. Uh, so I, it, I think this is a great idea. And I know they got Connor McDavid involved in the, in the design of this. So that, that's pretty cool. So I think that's the, to me, that's the excitement of this year's all-star game. I really like it it's gonna be fun
1: and i will tune in for that because that's a gross amount of skill on there yeah. <laughs> now talk about a guy who uh isn't in that group but who has been in would have been in that group for many many years and chasing now, wayne gretzky is alex Ovechkin sitting with eight goals and i think it's 17 or 19 assists i should say um this year through 39 games he's missed the last two games now with injury he's on pace for roughly around 16 uh eight, six, he has eight goals so 16 that's called 17 goals uh, if it is, And you talk about a drop off the pace, mm-hmm. Brownie, but he is 38 years old. Uh, he has a ton of miles on his body. And, uh, you know, it just keeps feeling like we just keep pushing that, that time out where he's going to break the record. I still think he'll make it, um, but it, it just kind of keep pushing out, pushing out a year, two years, maybe three seasons now before we see him break
2: Resky's record. Well, he, he, I mean, he has an opportunity to do it because of the longevity. He, he will play long enough. But you look at where his body is compared to... Crosby's having a, a resurgence this year. I mean, yeah. those guys broke in together, and, and Crosby's having, you know, he's not going to win the MVP, but he's in the consideration kind, kind of year he's having. But just the way Ovechkin played, I think it just eventually wears you down. He, yeah. was, he was physical, and he finished every check. I mean, we've, I've watched them play this year, where he continues to go out there and run guys over, and eventually your body just says, no more. No more. And the biggest thing for him, I believe, is he doesn't have Backstrom there anymore, and Backstrom's out for the season, and he's a guy that set him up for that one timer, and uh, so, yeah, it's it, it it's. I mean, most anyone that's a hockey fan for the last number of years are up watching Ovechkin and Crosby going head to head all the time, and the excitement of seeing if he's able to break the great one's record. Uh, now it's it looked like it was a sure thing. I, I'm not sure it's for sure anymore. Because at this pace, I mean, he's not going to get better. Now yeah. it's not like next year he's okay. I'm going to score 40 next year. Uh, yeah, it's it's sad when our bodies get I, old. Yeah, I'm going to make a prediction right here though. I I, I
1: follow the NBA pretty closely, and LeBron James started out. He was obviously a good player. Then he he's he got really big and strong, and then he he realized he was too heavy. And he kind of he lost the weight and played a little yep. lighter. I think that Alex Ovechkin. I think you'll find that over this summer. He's going to cut weight, and I'm not saying he's fat or out of shape or anything like that. I'm just saying that he needs to play a lighter. He, he looks oh. slow out there, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have that same speed. So I think that he will, he'll he'll cut weight to get going a little bit quick, and I think his numbers will go up next year. That's just my prediction. Um, I think we look forward to that next year for him. Um, okay, that was that. Take a lap. Let's uh, pause again when we come back. Strudie's world, and we're going to cross over a couple different. Sports here related to uh, a team we've talked about and also uh, a league that we love watching, also the NFL.
0: Okay, heroes, are you trying to tough it out through a sports or life injury right now? Trying to prove your metal by grinding through, grating your teeth? Well, Redefined Health is here to say it's time to come on in. At Redefined Health, they'll high-five you for your toughness and then get to work on helping you fix the problem. Helping athletes and heroes find better balance, performance, and injury prevention, visit redefinehealth.com.
1: Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use a promo code Ferguson to receive $100 off your next move. Visit FergusonMoving.com and let them lift your expectations. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here, someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Gotta look good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey folks, welcome back. Welcome back. We're going to do strutty's world here. I just thought I'd let everybody know there there was a little bit of freezing going on on the stream. Uh, some people commenting that it's so cold out. Even the stream is freezing. <laughs> and uh, that that may be correct. I think we've stabilized now, so hopefully we're all good the rest of the way here. I'm here to let you know that Strutty's World tonight is brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products with locations in Calgary and Edmonton. Whether you're a homeowner, contractor, or a builder, DLR is the most reliable source for vinyl fencing. Open in 2005 and not going anywhere. Unmatched service and high-quality North American-made vinyl products. Visit DLR Products. CA Strutty, what do you got going on in Strutti's world tonight?
1: I do pick on Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs, but not so much the players that do, their fans. I, I I just I like seeing their fans suffer. When they get eliminated from the playoffs or don't make it, I just take great joy in that. And I say that from a place of I, I think they call it peace and love. That's what the kids call it. But I do love seeing Leafs fans suffer. And today I was watching the uh Cowboys play the Packers, in which a game they just got pounded. Now there's a lot of people talking hyping these group up saying that they're going to win this Super Bowl or they should win this or this would be an easy game for them and they got absolutely annihilated. I think at one point there were four touchdowns uh, back of the Packers and they narrowed it a bit but it was the game was over already and it dawned on me because I started getting texts. I was texting friends the front that are Dallas Cowboy fans. And they all they had was excuses about why their team wasn't going to do it. It wasn't about them, it was about the other teams or the fact that they have to pay their quarterback a lot. And Jordan loved the coach the, or the, 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 the quarterback for Green Bay didn't have a big contract. It was uneven and unfair. And everything's everything is unfair. It's always the world against them. And it dawned on me that the Cowboys fans are the NFL's version of the Toronto Maple Leafs fans. <laughs> they're they are overhyped. Uh, I mean, they call it America's team, just like they try to, uh, you know, uh, say that uh, the Leafs are are that for, for Canada. And it's amazing, I'd never done that. Then I tweeted that out and people started saying, had you noticed they had the same color scheme? I, I was blown away. And it's so true. You have two teams that are always overhyped by fans. And, and I guess they made a bit because the fans like them so much. But today, as I sat there, and I'm not an anti Cowboys, I should say I cheer for the Giants, but I'm not like that. But today, as I watched that team go down in complete flames Browning and Zoobs, I had so much joy in my heart knowing that the Cowboys fans were suffering on every missed pass or interception or TD that the Green Bay Packers scored. It was a great, great day.
2: You are like, seriously, you're the Grinch. You are the, you're yes. you're the Scrinch. You're Scrooge and Grinch together. You're the <laughs> Scrinch. Um, I I don't I'm not a, I used to be a Cowboys fan. I Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, all that. But then I just yeah. soured on Jerry Jones. I just I don't like their owner, so I started cheering against them because I don't like the owner. Fans, I I can never be down on fans. Leaf fans, Cowboy fans, pack. I don't. I want all fans to enjoy their team. I want every team to have a win for their fans because I think all fans. Uh, you grew up with a team, you, you you love them. I got buddies who have been Detroit Lions fans forever. And they have suffered more than any fan in the history of sport. And now they are just, I'm getting, I'm, well, while we're on here, I'm getting all these texts on my phone because the Lions won today. Um, I i don't know. I, I'm not going to pick on the fans like me and Mr. Strudwick. Right. Um, I was cheering for Green Bay today. Not a fan of Aaron Rodgers. So I was kind of happy that this <laughs> Jordan Love has come in and has just set the world on fire i like i like underdogs i like upsets so that's to me was i was cheering for green Bay. that was a huge upset and it was a lot of fun to watch having said that i think the coach of the green bay packers might have got a little nervous as the game got a little later in it when all of a sudden okay, the 32 point lead is now only 16 but i i did not i felt bad for the cowboy fans but i did not feel any sadness for jerry jones the owner of the dallas cowboys zuby
3: I, I'm I'm with Strud's on this one as far as Strud, you you you're going after the fa- it's the fan that you your your sour grapes yes. are for the fans. It's not 100%. against the it's not against the players or and and there are good you probably acknowledge with any team like that there are probably good fans there are probably diehard fans who who aren't you know the front running type, uh, but it's that's the difference. The difference is the Lions are an underdog story, right? That's why. If you wouldn't, you know, I don't know. The Lions have felt like those losses for whatever it's been, 32 years or something since they won a playoff game. Maybe even more. I can't even remember. Uh, it's
2: like I think it's more than that. I think it's like 50 or 60 or years. It's I mean, one, they lost last year.
3: One win the in fo- the football last, game last year.
2: Yeah, and they lost a football game, I think it was last year, where the guy kicked a 68-yard field goal with no <laughs> time left on the clock. Like, they have lost some horrible, horrible ways. Right. I just... I don't know, picking on fans. I mean, there's some Dallas Cowboy kid who's eight years old and he's wearing his jersey to bed tonight crying. And old yes. mean Mr. Strudwick in Edmonton's like, ha got you, kid. Yeah.
1: I'd walk into his room and say, your team sucks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I think that might be Pierre LeBren's kid and actually uh, oh. Streds, I think you yeah. might be filling in for LeBron on the NHL pod on Wednesday because he is already in mourning. We've already seen some text. Ma- he said, he said, I didn't even think I have uh, something uh, along this line on our group chat. He said, I didn't th- even think I have 150 friends, but that many people have texted me in the, during this football <laughs> game.
1: <laughs> I know. I didn't have the heart. I was going to tweet at him. I didn't have the heart because it's just, again, you think you're going to walk through that game. I mean, Green Bay had a fight to get in the playoffs mm-hmm. and then they just blew the Cowboys out. So, listen. It's gonna be. We know. Let's take it back to the NHL. You know that the place is gonna be rocking on Tuesday when the Leafs come into Edmonton. And as a player, you hate that because you hate to look up and see blue uh, leaf half jerseys in the stands. I hated it. I absolutely hate it. It was everywhere you go. So I just, I'd love to see the Oilers cool. beat the Leafs and and like just just bad karma for that super well, fans.
2: Strads, I played for the Hartford Whalers, and we played the Boston Bruins in the playoff. And yeah. if there was sixteen thousand fans in the stands. 12,000 of them were Boston Bruins fans. <laughs> yeah, when when, when yeah. Boston scored, the place would go nuts, and there'd be fights in the stands, and it was always a Hartford Whaler guy. that was rolling down the stairs. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Whenever I mean, we'd, we'd come on the ice, and we'd get booed in our own rink when we played against yeah. the Boston Bruins. Yeah, that's but crazy.
3: I, I think big picture, though, your comparison of the Leafs and the Cowboys is pretty on pretty on point. Yep. Yeah, yep. It's pretty I've never seen point.
1: it. I had no idea. I had no idea. I never knew that was the case till tonight it, or today. It dawned on me. All right. Let's get into uh, what everyone else thinks here. Zoobs, with uh, Ask Us Anything, my man.
3: Yeah. And Ask Us Anything tonight is uh, brought to us by the shark of the park. Man, we love Irini clan of Maxwell Devonshire Realty. Home is a feeling and one of the biggest investments you'll ever make, probably the biggest. Uh, Rini takes on a select number of clients to give them a more personalized service. See why she was rated number one individual agent uh, this past year with their skilled negotiation and five-star client satisfaction serving Sherwood Park, Edmonton, and surrounding areas. Call Rini at 780-994-0280. That's the most important part of the part of the read. I had to make sure I really dialed in on that. Let's get the phone number right. Okay, let's get to um, to the stream here. Uh, folks having a good time chiming in with their questions. So let's say. Um, Let's oh uh, JCD he he chimed in on the all star jerseys. I wanted to uh, include this. Uh, he says I'm 13. Those jerseys, absolute trash, son. No cap. And uh, I only just learned recently from watching a movie called Old Dads, of which I am that no cap means like no lie or like straight truth. Yada yada yada. No cap. He's he's telling the truth. That's that's the truth from uh, JCD 780. And how old and white did I sound explaining that just now? Good stuff. Uh, Steven Petrick and a few other folks uh, said something along this line. Steven said, it feels like the Oilers' power play is trying to be too cute again. Need more point shots and try to pull the forwards up. Last few games, they have given Boosh a ton of space. I I, I know, what are you guys seeing with the power play? Do you think they're getting too cute?
2: Um, I think teams are playing them in a a certain way that's allowing the others to move the puck on the outside they're the teams aren't chasing out they're, they're they're having four guys back they're trying to block everything they're getting in the way they're not allowing the cross ice uh, pass i think the best thing for them to do is to shoot first from the point i if if i had if i was running that power play every power play would start in the first 10 seconds with a shot from bouchard for two reasons a he can score b if he doesn't score it creates chaos in the crease area or three uh his shot is so heavy it'll break a stick or break a guy's foot. And I don't know how many times this year we've seen him break the opposition player's stick, and now it's a five versus three and a half. So every power play that I have with the Edmonton Oilers would start with a Bouchard shot. Struds? Yeah, I like that. And I, I'm not gonna
1: challenge you on anything there. And I, I would just add that they're very good at recovering pucks. Oh. When 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 it's uh goes off of whatever the goalie or, or a, a D or whatever, they're they're very
3: quick to get it back. And a lot of that starts with number eighteen, Zach Hyman. 100 percent um did you guys see this news about terry ryan our friend tr Mm -hmm. terry ryan birthday it's his birth not only is it his birthday though he played in an echl game he played in a professional hockey game um shoot and i don't have the name of the it was the uh, newfoundland uh something or other anyway played in an nhl game uh no he um he he was in a fight uh and, um, so now what was the, oh, so Bison mask guy, Shane Matheson brought that up and then Bison mask guy said, Brownie and Streds, would you ever pull a Terry Ryan and play it in an ECHL game on your, to celebrate your birthday or whatever, play in another professional hockey game at a, at another level Struds. not a chance. There's no, I, I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I don't even like really to play at all. I
1: play in charity terms. I enjoy that um you know i guess if i had you know if i was turning 47 maybe i'd lock myself in a room with some other people and play board games <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> but uh no brownie i would i would I, I mean i love the charity terms but the idea of playing the game but he is in good shape from that show he's in good shape and his arms have got like, a couple bumps on him so he's ready to rumble
2: yeah zero chance i remember when i i had been retired for about Three four years, and I got a, a phone call. I said, sitting watching TV, and I got a phone call, and this guy with an accent's talking to me. He's going on, and says, "Hey, we want to know if you want to come play for us." I'm like, "Play? Where are you?" And he's, they were in Germany. He says, "You want to come <laughs> over and play in Germany?" I'm like, "I haven't played in four years. Like, I'm literally like, you don't want me." He goes, "No, no." And then he offered. He said, "Here's how much we'll pay you." Then I'm like, "Okay, hold on a second. Let me think about this." <laughs> um But then I eventually said, "No." I'm like, "I would embarrass myself," and that was when I was four years out of hockey, now I'm 20 years out of hockey. There's zero chance. Like, when I retired, I could go out with, and you and I are on the ice a lot together, Strides. When I I could go out with our high school kids, our U18 kids, and I could look really good. I go out now with our grade fours, and some of those grade fours, I cannot catch them no matter how hard I try. So there's zero chance that I would play. I don't care how low the leagues go, there's zero chance I would dress for a game. I don't want to put equipment on. That's the biggest thing. I don't ever want to wear shoulder pads ever again.
3: A couple people correcting me on the stream that it was the Newfoundland growlers, which I should remember. Cause one, that's the name of my company and two, because that's the name I gave to one of my hockey teams that I used to play with, uh, back in, yeah. out in Vancouver and Burnaby. So I should have remembered that my bad. Thanks for, thanks for correcting me. Um, did you guys hear these comments from Evander Kane in the, in the Mark Spector, um, piece? So let me, let me just throw, throw this out really quick. Um, so I was yep. talking about Kane and his what he sees as his lack of oppor- opportunity. He says, quote, obviously, I'm not getting the same opportunity as I did in the first part of the season, so I think that's a factor in his production. Uh, wouldn't help anybody's production. Then uh, Specter says, uh, surely he's been through this before. Kane says, nope, honestly, I've never had this level of opportunity ever in my career, not even in my rookie year. Uh, what do you guys make of these comments? Concerning or just Kane being Kane?
2: Uh, uh, well, yeah. go uh, ahead, ahead Sturg. You go first. Go, you go, go first. Okay. Wait,
3: did, yeah, go ahead, buddy.
2: Uh, a, he's being honest. Um, B, uh, his body language tells you. he hasn't been happy for a while. And you could—he scored an incredible, credibly important goal against the New York Rangers in New York when he's playing on the the line with Derek Ryan and Yan Mark. Absolutely zero celebration. We talked about it on our, our show. Yeah. The other night, he got moved up and played with Leon, and they scored a goal, and the excitement level was so much higher because he, he's having more fun where he is now. Is that right? Probably not. <laughs> but Evander Kane is is being Evander Kane, and uh, he, all of his comments were honest. And I think actually I did now. I remember part of it. He said something I probably... Sh- Shouldn't say anything at all, or saying nothing is probably the best thing I should do right now. Uh, I don't think it's concerning, but uh, I do believe it is a small storyline going forward. Having said that, he's I believe he's going to be in the top six going forward, anyways. If they're losing, it'd be a big problem, right? But they're winning, so you can't really say much, Mm -hmm.
1: right? As as a player, you're we're winning, we've just rattled off what is it, 10 10 in a row? What what am I going to say, walk in there and complain about my ice time? He looked like the biggest uh, prick in the league, so um, it is something that I think that Noblock has to monitor and and, and figure out. Um, but they're on the heater, so you're you're not going to change anything. Well, but he
2: he will move up. Yeah, at the end of the day, they haven't needed him. Yeah, in the top six. Right. Right. So okay, yeah.
3: it's um, just Mom says Holloway and Broberg are stirring the drink in the AHL. Is is there, this is me adding on, but is is there any chance we see those guys in the near future? Is there a situation other than an injury? Let's uh, start with Strud's on that
1: one. I think it's unlikely Broberg comes up until there is an injury. I think that he'll be down there playing a ton. I think the case in Holloway is a little bit different. I think we will see Holloway here um, because I think that he has a higher threshold than some of the players currently in the bottom six. So I think that we will see him. Win? I'm not sure. I I again, you're not going to change a winning lineup, so you're not bringing them up here. So maybe when they lose, they they bring them, but they're getting close also to their break. So is it worth bringing them up for that? Um, let's see. Let's see how it plays out the next. Let's get to the next two games and see how it looks after that, Brownie.
2: Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Broberg's not playing unless there's an injury. Holloway will come up and he will get in the lineup at some point, but I think they're going to find the right moment to get him in the lineup, but. Uh, right now, it's better for both of them to be playing in the minors than sitting in the press box up here.
3: Okay, last one. Uh, got the Leafs on Tuesday, so let's double back to a, a Leafs a little more shot and fraud with the uh, with the Leafs. JL says, Leafs fans calling for Craig Berube. Um, the Leafs blew another lead tonight, right, and lost, gave up three goals in the third and lost to Detroit. Do you think, is Sheldon Keefe's job in trouble? That's still a, a winning a winning team uh, in a decent spot in the standings brownie is sheldon Keefe in any trouble
2: well i, I think that when you have high expectations and you're not meeting the expectations the, it's the general manager's job to look around to see if there's a better option um i think coaches are like players if there's someone better that can help your team better uh you go out and you, you look at that uh the the Leafs are not playing as well as they were expected to be. I to me, I think part of it might be coaching, but I think a lot of it also is their their team. I just don't they don't have good goaltending right now, and they don't have a defense that when you have a lead, you can shut it down. And that's why they're giving up leads late in games. They don't have that pairing when things go sideways. They can't put out a neck home or a nurse or or you look at other teams around the league. I had been they don't have that shut down defenseman that you need. Uh, when games start going sideways, yeah, you just nailed it. I, I we kind of talked to it a little bit earlier, but
1: you know, I think the guy that is ultimately responsible for this situation is now the GM in Pittsburgh. So you know, you can change the coach, and uh, you know, he might he might get get out um, get out of it, uh, you know, or, or be released. But the next guy in is going to have the same trouble. Now, you can maybe talk a little bit about tighten up your D zone, um, but. It's still the same D, still the same goalie back there. And I I just I'm not a believer in I each one of those guys can play in the HL. They cannot play at the level they're playing. Most of them are up one, two, maybe even more than that, spots up in the lineup too far for a for a D man.
3: All right. All right.
1: Good, good stuff, Let's get... fellas. You want to get to the gem? Yeah, I want to get to the gem of the day here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one on here, guys. I got the gem of the day, and it comes via tweet uh from Craig. Kamen Gap. And he's 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 quoting someone who obviously is nightly dropping great gems on this podcast. <laughs> Says, and I quote, pieces would have been sliding all over the board. Jason Stradwick. <laughs> Sunday night, and I'm watching a podcast in my family room TV, and my wife is even laughing. Great chemistry, <laughs> great entertainment. Cheers. Now, everything is great about that, Craig, except for the cheers. Except I reject for the cheers. your for the cheers. cheers. And I know Brownie and, and I, accept, are, the yeah, I, mean I accept the I cheers. I accept the cheers. What's the gentleman's name, Craig? Craig. Craig, cheers
2: right back at you,
1: buddy. I reject the trip, but I love it. And that was a good one, because if you missed it, Ryan or Shog was talking about renting or getting some stuff from uh, Chris over at Martin Morris Board and driving around. And Michael, like, well, would have s- spilled your pieces all over the place. So nailed it with that <clears one. throat> Another great line from one of the true greats in the uh, podcast
2: world. Any final thoughts, Brownie? As we take uh, to, to go take the night off here. Um, no, it was an absolute pleasure. I I do notice though, like on the computer, like we get bigger pictures when Rashog's not on it, because yeah. it's like, it, I don't want to say. I mean, could it be the Brown and Stradwick? Show or the Str- or the strutty and brownie show. I'm, I'm fine yeah. with that. And zoobs, yeah. zoobs, yeah. More. Well, Zo- we're not yeah. getting rid of him, but I mean, yeah no, no, I'll get him take a featuring credit featuring zoobs, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we <laughs> actually, yeah. We can actually, we can spread it open. You can be in the middle there. I mean, it's fantastic. not well, Fantastic. Yeah, you know, this is, I mean, eventually, someone who's the guy that had uh played all those games for the Yankees, uh, the. Third baseman that had the 10,000 games in a row. Or no, Cal. Oh, I know. Cal Ripken Jr. Oh, Cal. You yeah. know what? Yeah, well, Cal Ripken Jr. Some guy got his night off and Cal took over. Yeah. Well, Rashad yeah. took a night off. Yeah, yeah,
1: he got pushed out.
2: <laughs> pushed Just out. saying.
1: All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for this, Zuby. Always great. Uh, Brownie and uh, obviously Shogger for his uh, 20-minute appearance on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have another pod coming up Tuesday, I believe, post-game Leafs-Oilers. I can't wait for this game. Uh, obviously, important for, for the Oilers to get two points, but we want to see those Leafs fans suffer, so we'll see what happens. Boys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check us out on all the platforms. Uh, Zuby, I missed anything, buddy? I think you nailed it, man. That's a home run. Right. All right, then. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you Tuesday post-game. Good night, everybody.
3: See you, gang.